Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Are we ready? Right. Oh, hang on. Ben hasn't sent me a script yet. I know. I never tire of seeing that jumper that Ben wears. <laughs> Oh, is it a jumper? I thought it was a tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, aiming to answer your 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas, like how do you tell your best mate she's not going to be one of your bridesmaids? And is it okay to smell your toenail clippings? <laughs> God, do you do that as well, Ben? It's a fascinating insight into Ben's life, these, these few questions that he writes. Do you do that as well, Ben? I thought that was just me. You and just, you just... Everyone does it. No, not everyone does it's it. It's like weaning in the shower. Don't start on that one. And of course, what should you do if you've sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants. Are we William Hansen, UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not, Jordan North radio presenter. I'm more Savoy, you're more Savaloy. <laughs> These are good. Yes, I, good. even I did that one. Did you do that one? I did. Oh, good. Um, welcome back, Gene Divas. Thanks, as always, for listening to us. Yes, it's lovely Please to have you back. Please let me say it. No. <laughs> I'm giddy today. I'm going gonna, gonna to warn you, if you're listening, I'm, I'm giddy. I just drank the gin. I thought it was my water. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, there we go. I was telling. I was, I was halfway through an insight then. Shall we have a gin and a bonnet? Let's have a gin and a bonnet. Um, the gin's already poured. Yeah, which is why I had that mis- made that mistake. Uh, right, let's do a toast. Um, I think we'll toast the person. I think pretty, pretty. we probably toast this person in the very first episode we ever did. Did we? But... She's having a bit of a tough time at the moment, so I think we should probably toast again. So she knows that she's in our thoughts. Who? The Queen. Oh, the Queen. The Queen. The Queen. Oh, she's had a tough time of it. It's another Annus Horribilis. Mm. That was in 1992. Yes, and in 2019. I mean, what can you say? Um, But yes, the Queen. She's in our thoughts. Yeah, she's in our thoughts. She's having a tough time of it lately. Shall I do the script Oh, bit? hang on. Well, sorry, GD was producer Ben's hung over, so he hasn't printed off the script, so we're sharing an iPad. I'm really sorry, guys. I had a late night last night and had to get the train down. He's coming his trackies today as well. Mm. Believe it or not, mm. here's my thoughts. I'm not a big tracky wearer. I know I sound like I'm a tracky wearer. I would yeah, I'd nip I don't to the, think I'd nip to the shop. In my trackies, oh, if no. it was like a Sunday and I'm having hangover day, but I'd never go into town in my trackies. I'd never go shopping in my tacky. Would you ever get on a train for two hours and seven minutes in no, your tracksuits? No, I, I, I don't fly much, but even then I don't wear trackies. 
No. And I, I am never out of joggers and trackies at home. And if I'm working from home, having a day where I'm working from home, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I wear my trackies then, but I mean, we're in the centre of London today recording this. and Ben looks like he's been dragged up. I know, and his parents are so respectable as well. I know, he, met them. he's one of those typical posh guys. Like, you're posh, and you let everyone know you're posh, and you're proud to be posh. He's posh, but he pretends Tries to be... to hide it, yeah. Yeah, he's got a mockney accent. He's a, he's a guilty posh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, guys, I had such a bad upbringing. We was only allowed the heating on in the winter. Shut up. Um, <laughs> where have I gone here? Oh, so basically we're sharing an iPad today. What are we doing? So if you want our help... Oh, remember, if you want our help with something, then you can tweet us at sexandmyboss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexandmyboss.com. Or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letterhead of paper. The address is also on that website, sextedmyboss.com. How's your week been, Mr Hanson, my good friend? Uh, yes, it's been all right, actually. Um, yeah, it's, it's fine. You and I met up for a little bit of a coffee the other day, didn't we? And you let me into the secret that you absolutely detest voice notes on WhatsApp, which yes. is interesting because I send you a lot of voice notes on WhatsApp. Right, okay, you do. And let me just give you... I think g and voice notes should just be banned from WhatsApp. They're good for people that don't have a lot of time because you can basically just offload, stream of consciousness, press send, and you, can't be, and you don't need to type. Listen to the amount of shit I have to put up with. Hi babes, uh, sending a voice message because uh, I'm too busy to type. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow at BBC Leeds. This is what <laughs> I have to listen to. It gets worse. Do you want to do a coffee before, after? You don't have to. I know we see enough of each other, so I'm just trying to be nice. Uh, I think we've got to be there at quarter to two, so we should say one thirty. meet. Uh, I know you're on earlys. I mean... Um, the other thing, my brother is delighted, to, will be delighted to interview us. He's finally agreed to say yes. It goes on. They, they get worse. This is another one from the other day. Don't say anything. Don't play the one where I complain about Ben. Yeah, there's loads of them. Hi, send me a voice note because I know you love them. See your email, but basically they've cancelled the filming tomorrow. Ben is suggesting that we just bring everything forward and after we record with my brother, we just go and record the episodes and we can all go home early. Which is fine with me. I mean, why couldn't... I hate them. I'm, I'll try and find one more. Just let me find one oh, more. good. They are so annoying. Why can't you just text me? Because I'm busy. Because so I'm am not I. Because I'm hanging around the, the house in my tracksuits like you are, working from home. Hey, I'm OEL. Let's have a listen to this one. What's this one? Hi, babes. Hope why do I start nice them all with hi, babes? Um, I hate myself. looking at the sexted live stuff for January. I don't think um, you should okay, play that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> we, should, we should play that one. Uh, so, yeah, just stop sending me voice messages. It's annoying. I like them, and a few of my other friends have said that they quite like them as well. So I think you need to get used to them. Mm, what yeah. don't you like about them? It's just because you have to listen to them. You know, I'm halfway through my song. I'm listening to something really cool and relevant. <laughs> Gilbert O'Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> And then I've got to listen to you. And I hear you and see you more than anyone else in my life at the moment. Just send me a text. No, because you don't read them. So at least with a voice note, you can't blank me. Right, well, it's another tactic. The etiquette of voice messages, in my opinion, is don't send voice messages. I think you don't send them to people that you don't know, but for close associates, I think it's fine. Also, we've talked about this week as well. I've mm. done this. What's the etiquette for sending the wrong emoji? I am forever se- sending the wrong emoji... 
is worse than sexting your boss, I think. Really? So well, give me a context, because I, I, I do use emojis, but I've never sent the wrong emoji. So my dad, this is bad. My dad texted me about like my uncle's funeral recently. and I was I'm like, sorry to hear that. Yeah, so give him a good send-off. And I sent him the crying, laughing emoji. It's like really bad. I was like, sorry, Dad. I was meant to send the sad, meant to send the sad face emoji. How did your dad react? What? What did your dad say? It just, he, he was all right about it. My boss, yeah, I sent my boss the tongue out emoji to reply once. I was meant to send send the thumb up emoji. I love I love the thumb up emoji. The thumb up emoji just, just for someone that's busy like me, <laughs> it just says so many things. Tell you what. I'll see you, I'll see you at five, thumb up emoji. Are you okay to come tomorrow? Yep, thumb up emoji. Do you know what the thumb up emoji is best for? If we're having an argument with with your other half and you're being sarky, <laughs> producer Ben saying I do this. So if your other half sends you something, if you really, really want to piss your other half off and they're like having a go at you on text, just send them the thumb up emoji. There's nothing that winds them up more. But um, reminds me of the uh, the time. One of the many times is you know one of my favourite things is watching clips of Dame Edna on the one show, where she uh, she said on the one show that uh, just before she went on, she had a visit from her gynaecologist, and he gave me the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> do you send emojis? You send. Oh, I do send emojis. I mean, it, it's annoying when people don't use words and just defer to something that isn't words in order to communicate their message. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like a voice note. Speaking of phones, actually, you put the phone down on me the other day. Yeah, and quite rightly so. Mm. Because we were chatting about something, I don't know what, something banal, or banal, if you're Jordan. (laughs) I was aware of a slight echo on the line. And a couple of straining noises. And then a flush. And then when I said, are you on the loo, he went, yeah, how do you know? Well, you just flushed. (laughs) I think it was the, what are you doing this weekend? That gave it away, didn't it? I don't think that says that you're treating me with much respect. That no. you actually f- phoned me, or I, I phoned you, and I'm, you answered on the lavatory. I'm saying that that proves how much you mean to me and how important you are in my life, because there's not many people I'd speak to on the toilet whilst having a shit. Well, I'm so touched. I get all my business done on the bathroom. <laughs> I, get, I get all my... I sometimes, when I go and, you know, have a... You know, yep. I think, oh, I'll just have a ring. sit down. I'll just ring my mum or I'll just FaceTime oh my, my brother. God. You FaceTime your brother? We used to share baths together. We're not bothered about me having Yes, a... but that's when you're three. Yes. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm, it probably is bad etiquette, but not to those that you. Well, could you not? I'm going to ask you now. Have Stop. you ever? No, right. I haven't. I know, no. I know, I don't even know what you're going to ask Because I know me. so many Gene Divas that'll do this. Have you ever been in the bath? Or has no. Mikey been in the bath? No. And you've walked in and had a poo? No. Whilst he's having a bath? No. Okay. That's when you know you're like you're comfortable with each other. It's not. It's well, not, we're very comfortable with each other, but we don't feel the need to do that. It's not when you fart in front of each other. It's when one's on the toilet and one's in the bath. Well, you know, there has only ever been one occasion that I have broken wind. <laughs> in Monaco. Broken and wind? You nearly broke the bloody windows. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute rubbish. Anyway, so anyway. other than that, we've had, we've had quite an eventful... Oh, I've brought us some munchets. Yes, now we, we went just before this, we went to a Scandinavian deli. I go through phases, and at the moment I'm very into Scandi. I've ordered loads of Scandi books and stuff. I'm very into Scandi design, and there's a Scandinavian kitchen around the work. I have changed, Anna. Mm. Oh, God. Is there any Scandinavian produce in Burnley? Um, we've got an Ikea in Warrington, so... 
And um, we'll re- read read the well. Don't you read the name of these because you'll, oh, they you'll smell good. give yourself a hernia. This uh, so we just had meatballs and mash before. I only go to IKEA half at times to get the meatballs and mash, and this kitchen serves them in London down here. And this is called Fargepletter. If there's any Scandinavian people, oh, they're from Norway. That's a Norwegian flag. So we apologise. If there's anyone from Norway listening, let us know if I'm saying this right. There's no way you're pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> hey, hey, thank you. That's good for you. They'll be shagging women next. <laughs> that lad banter. Fargepletter. Would you like a Fargepletter? Hang on, give it to me. Let me see if I can pronounce it. I'm going to try one. They look like M and M's. Fargep. Yeah, Fargepletter. Mmm. It's like M and M's. It's like chocolate with M and M's in. It is. Right, I'm going to eat mine in the break. Or indeed, whilst you're reading us, Hourly's Joke of the Week. It's not Hourly's Joke of the Week, it's Jordan's Joke of the Week. Well, it's normally Hourly's. What happened to the blind doctor who performed a circumcision? Why are we doing circumcision again? I'll tell you the punchline after the break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like... You know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com
So what happened to the blind doctor who performed a circumcision? No idea. He got the sack. <laughs> uh, don't forget, if you want to win a bottle of Dubonnet, you can always go to our Instagram, follow the rules uh, there, and last week's winner will be revealed very shortly. Uh, and talking of D, we have, of course, Bring On The D, which is our live tour travelling up and down the nation to some very select and exclusive cities and Leeds in January. We're going to London, Edinburgh, Glasgow, Bristol, Birmingham and Leeds. Uh, be honest, right? We're, we're always honest. Who are we struggling with? Who don't like us? I'll be honest. We're trying not to take it personally, Edinburgh. Oh, is that the only one we've not really sold out? Yeah, that, that's there. if you are in Edinburgh or the environs thereof, bring, bring your friends, bring your family... Bring your streets. Bring anyone. Why don't you like us, Edinburgh? <laughs> and everyone, and, and also, can like I just us? say, Edinburgh people, for months now we've had, oh, why don't you bring your show to Edinburgh? Why don't you bring your show to Edinburgh? We have, and now where are you? It's going to be about as much fun as a fart in a lift if you're doing it to 20 people, isn't it? Yeah. Come on, anybody near Edinburgh, or Edinburgh, as Eminem once called it when I went to tea in the park. Really? Tea in the Park? What's that? I had Tea in the Park, but probably not the same as you. It's a fest- it was a festival, and he was 40 minutes late. This was years ago. And he come on, he went, what's up, Edinburgh? Were you in Edinburgh? No, we're nowhere near. It's Tea in the Park. It's like, that's not far. He probably just flew into Edinburgh. Right. But yeah. Um, yeah, the live tour was pretty much... There's still dates left London, for the other- London, we're incredibly popular. We've sold out. Bristol, we've sold out. We've probably sold out Leeds by now. Um, where else are we going? Glasgow. Right, pal. Glasgow, there's only a couple of tickets left. We need extra security on for you in Glasgow. Yes. Yeah. And Leeds. No, Leeds will be fine. Glasgow. Hey, you pal, you posh git, you, you do... I don't know you, you... Pal, you... Not you, you, you posh bastard, you... Which means good morning. Uh, How come we're not doing a Northwest date? Well, we did the Manchester Podcast Festival. We could do one in the Northwest, maybe. Well, we could, but we've done the Manchester Podcast Festival. Yeah, People should have but, come to that. Mm, there yeah. were still three seats left. That was ages ago. Let me... Oh, right. If you're that het up about the Northwest, let me see what I can work out. If you are living somewhere in the Northwest, then stay tuned to all the platforms, our social media, especially mine, at William Hanson, uh, or if you're on Instagram, at William Hanson Etiquette, and uh, we'll tell you when something is revealed. At Jordan North one as well, if you... At Jordan North 1? Mm. What's happened? Why could you not just get at Jordan North? Because there's... I don't... Shut up. i tell you what to do, Gene Davis. If you want us to come to the Northwest for part of the tour, get on Twitter and start mithering the at-sex of my boss account. And the powers that be might just... Uh, ben. Might just... Uh, or the powers that aren't. Put on an extra show. Right, what's next? Uh, well, it's probably the questions. Is it? It's gone yeah. quick. It has gone quick. It's quite warm in here. But we'll we'll carry on. It's probably my Devil May Care oatmeal jersey that's making me quite warm. Cashmere. Devil what? Devil May Care oatmeal jersey. Say nothing. Here's the first question. It's an email that was sent to us at help at sexedmyboss.com. Dear William, Jordan and producer Ben, My name is Kay and I have recently discovered your podcast. It's hilarious. I live in a tiny village in Shropshire where not much happens at all, so listening to you guys always brightens my week. Unfortunately, I'm in a bit of a quandary at the moment, which I thought you might be able to advise me on. My mum is the chairwoman of the local amateur dramatic society. She's been forcing me to go along and watch their productions for years, but to tell the truth, they are quite simply awful. Oh, tell me about... I've been to a few of these. They are 
Go on. The other night I went to watch their version of My Fair Lady and it was appalling. Two and a half hours of my life I'll never get. I would rather shit in my hands and clap. I've sat through them all. Death of a salesman. Death of an audience would have been preferable. (laughs) Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, God. Jesus Christ, it was bad. (laughs) To be honest, I'd rather gouge my eyeballs out with a fork than sit through another one. But when she asked me what I thought of the show, of course I had to smile and say, it was wonderful, Mum. You really should be so proud. I don't want to hurt her feelings, and I know she gets a lot of enjoyment out of it, but I don't think I can stand to get dragged along to any more of these torturous productions. Is there a way I can tactfully avoid it, or am I forced to go along and support her? Would love to know if you have any suggestions. Kind regards, Kay. Kay, great letter. Thanks for getting in touch. I have a friend who's dragged me along to loads of amateur dramatic shows. I once went to watch an amateur version of Footloose. Wow. And the guy that was playing the main character was bloody awful, right? And he was half American, half Geordie. That's an interesting mix. So he's like, gee, yeah, let's do this. Why, hey, man, I carry fucking wit. And it, it just like, he kept losing his American accent and I just couldn't stop laughing. But Kay, my advice is, it's your mum. And we've all got to do things that we don't like to do with our loved ones. I'm being dragged to Mary Poppins by Mr. William Hansen. And I'm dreading it. You've got to do things you don't like for the ones you love and it's your mum. I, I've seen a few productions recently. In fact, one, a West End production that we were then taken on stage to meet the cast afterwards. And I was like, oh, God, what do I say? Because it really wasn't that great. And apparently, because I, I had a line all prepared and I said this to Mikey, sort of I rehearsed it in advance. I was going to say, well, you must have had so much fun. Which I thought that was a quite a good good way to basically say, you know, it was crap, I didn't like it, but you obviously look like you're having fun. But apparently that? that's, I'm not saying, but apparently that, I'll tell you later, that is the kiss of death and within the industry that, that they know what that means. <gasps> Noel Coward, the late playwright, used to go into the dressing rooms of his friends that would drag him along to shows and go, darling, you've done it again, which I thought was quite nice. You could always do that, Kay. What Mother, is... you've done it again. Oh, it's great. Yeah, but you haven't actually said it's great. Right. So that's always an option. You could always, I suppose, okay, I don't know anything about your physical appearance, but if you've got long hair, you can pop your AirPods in and then your long hair can hide them and you can just sit and listen to an audio book or something. Hang on, I've nailed it. Okay, turn it into a laugh. Take your mate, say, come along with me, right? This is going to be a laugh. But don't take the mick out of the actors because that's a bit tight. Here we go. Uh, this is another email. This has come from May. Oh, she's in Glasgow. Dear William and Jordan and the other one. My husband and I had a party a while ago, and as you would expect, there were some faces we didn't know because people had bought friends and partners. This is fine, the more the merrier. Mm -hmm. However, one friend of a friend did behave in a slightly unsavoury way. Oh, there's always one. And I did lose my cool. After a loud bang was heard from the bathroom, this guy came out of the room to reveal he had punched a hole in our wall. The reasons as to why or how are still a mystery to me, but I immediately responded by loudly and animating, asking him, what the fuck is wrong with you? My husband's response was much more composed as he looked the guy in the eye and quietly said, I think it's time for you to leave, mate. That sounds a little understated, but as he is a six foot three Glaswegian, it was pretty menacing. I suppose my question is whose response was more appropriate? Many thanks for all your help, laughs and advice. May in Glasgow. Oh, what do you say? You're the etiquette expert. Um, I would say probably, I would say the husband's, I think it's time for you to go. That would be my first approach. I wouldn't resort to swearing. No, I'm not, I'm not being funny, and especially where I'm from, if I put an hole through someone's wall, then I wouldn't. I and mean, if someone put an hole through my wall, I'd be like, what the F are you doing? Mm-hmm. Get out. Sling your hook. 
And it is always someone that you don't know. It's usually someone's plus one who's yep. just can't drink. I think you shouldn't worry about this, May. I'm going to disagree with William here. I think the best response is, who the F are you and what have you done to my wall? And then I'd charge him as well. Well, yeah, I think if they've damaged your wall, I think you, you if, if that was a friend of a friend of one of your guests, I would approach the friend, your friend that brought that and, and say, look, this is what yeah. happened. Uh, right. I okay. once did I tell you hmm. at a party and I got so drunk, I fell asleep on my mate's sofa and I slept walked. Is that the right term? No, but don't worry. I sleepwalked. Yeah. Sleepwalked. And I had a piss in the corner of his room <gasps> on his dressing gown and his Bolton Wanderers pillar. And he went, George, what are you doing? We still talk about it now. We still laugh about it. And I went, what? And his dressing gown was saturated. He went, what are you doing? I was like, girl, the bathroom. He's like, you're not in the bathroom, you're in my room. This next one is called Trepidation on Top. Dear William and Jordan, as I near 32, something keeps bothering me. For the last few years, I have noticed my crown thinning. Nearly everyone says it's fine, and I have enough hair for it not to be that noticeable. But then there are times I notice my noggin on the bus camera screen, and the light really conveys how obvious it can be at times. Being dark-haired makes it even more noticeable, too. I thought I would ask you both for your advice, as one of you has a great mane of hair, and the other, by the looks of things, is having the same trouble as me. Cheeky bitch. How would you deal with the issue? Yours faithfully, he means yours sincerely, Pip. Over to you, William. (laughs) This is your area of expertise. I will be honest. This is your area of expertise. (laughs) (laughs) I will be honest, on top here, this isn't really hair loss, it's just where the pillow rubs. And when that... (laughs) What? What? (laughs) It's where the pillow rubs. Yeah, at night. (laughs) <laughs> well, when I'm when, on my back, sleeping. <laughs> when you're on your back. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, when... when no, it's actually, since you've been going out with Mikey, your hair has been thinning a bit more. He's too rough with you. That's his problem. <laughs> when it started to go, it was a... It was a huge concern for me and something that I didn't, I didn't like. I think that also, you know, my hair started to go age about 24, which is really quite young. I mean, my father's hair went aged 18, so in comparison, I I did all right. Do you know it's not your, it's your mother's gene? Yes, well, every side of my family is bald, oh, so okay. I mean, I'm buggered. And I, I worried about it, and I'll be honest, I've never actually admitted this in public, and I have no qualms about saying it, but I do actually take a pill to stop any more falling out oh, and I dear. put a cream on at night that's grown the hair back. So what's your advice to him? Um pills and You look you could you know I'm not I don't necessarily want a hair transplant. I think they're very invasive. I've thought about what it. What do you mean invasive? Painful. Very painful. And there's a lot of downtime and you have to wear hats and men only wear hats outdoors, not indoors and I just can't be seen indoors with a hat. So I don't think I'm going to go down that route ever. Who knows? Never say never. So there are treatments that you can do, but that said the more I come to think about it <laughs> I, I don't really mind. It doesn't really bother me as much now as it used to. It's still quite obvious on top that I'm, I'm bold. You're not bold. I'm not bold, but I've you know there's a patch miss missing. Yeah. But uh, I'm very grateful that I'm able to to take that treatment. But you know it's not it's not a cure. It just sort of prevents anything further. What is it? Yeah. My advice, Pip, is get a syrup. No, you don't want a wig. No, listen, I, I, I'm not even, I'm not taking the mic here. A couple of friends of mine have gotten recently. They look great. They're back in. Sean Connery had a syrup. It's not mm-hmm. even a wig. It's just a bit on top. Terry Wogan. Did Terry Wogan have yep. one? Bruce Forsyth. Did they? Yeah. Did they really? Yeah. So they're back in, right? Really? And I don't think they are. My brother's mate 
is a barber that specialises in syrups. Yeah. Right. And he told me there's loads of people that have got them. Mm. Or don't worry, Pip. I'm sure if you went bold, you could embrace it. There's loads of bold people that are good looking. Yep. Um, Jason name? Statham. Who? Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Jason, St- is it Statham or Statham? Paddy McGuinness. He's embraced his boldness recently. Yep. Prince William. Sarah Touches of York. <laughs> Who? It's a joke. Who else is there? Prince William. Prince William. I said that. There's Did loads, so embrace it. We're good agony answers. I've realised that. We give right good advice these oh, days. Yes, we've we got do. better as a series have oh, gone yes. on, haven't we? Oh, High yes. five me, brother. High what? So not your brother. This is entitled G&D Loner. Dear William and Jordan, I'm a dedicated listener to the podcast. However, despite me recommending the podcast, not many of my friends are podcast listeners (gasps) and haven't given you guys a listen. How dare they? I very recently just come out of a long-term relationship with my boyfriend, who was also my going-to-live gigs buddy. I'm slowly plucking up the courage to buy gig tickets just for myself and with the possibility of meeting new friends along the way. I want to buy a ticket to your live show in Leeds, but scared of looking like a loner with no friends. So my question to you is this. Is it acceptable to go to gigs alone? Regards, fellow northerner, Nuri. Nuri? Totally fine. I know loads of people that go to gigs on their own. I'd say try it. There's people that go to gigs on their own and they meet other people. So say you're into Coldplay and you go to a Coldplay gig, although no, they're not gigging at the moment, and then you meet other people. Next time they gig, didn't gigging... Chris Martin say he was going to stop touring to help climate change? Yeah, God. which is finally one of the positives of climate change. <laughs> oh, God, I mean, thank Chris... heavens for that. Chris Martin, he's... polar ice caps melt as long as you like. I've had a wee next to Chris Martin, you know. Did you see his Viva La Vida? I did, actually. Of course he had a look. It was when I first went into work. Yeah. I went to the toilet, had a wee, and he was there. Had a, had a look. Uh, yeah, and, and we do oh. have lots of people that come to our recordings Go on and your own. shows on their own. It's fine because, you know, I like to think that we have created a lovely, caring, welcoming community of Gene Divas. In fact, one of our listeners came on their own to um, our Manchester show and she ended up going out with a load of Gene Divas that night and having a really good night out in Manchester. She went out with my mate. Great. So... Yeah, why not? Go to gigs on your own. That's all we would recommend. Well, there we go. Uh, that's the end of that. Well, thank you very much for your, your problems. Uh, what have you learnt, Jordan? Today I have learned... There's no harm in, in if you lose your hair. It happens to the best of us. Yep. There uh, are ways that you can try and reduce it. Uh, it. But if you can't, just embrace it. It's probably... Grass, as my father used to say to me, grass doesn't grow on a busy street. I mean, I always used to say his head must be Piccadilly Circus, but... Grass doesn't grow on a busy street. Oh, God, you and your family banter. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not a comedian. Um, we've also learned that it probably isn't good etiquette to um, answer the phone whilst you're on the toilet. No, in fact, it's definitely not good etiquette. What about in the bath? No. I had a bath last night. Did you? My first bath in London. Your first bath in... Well, since I've moved here, yeah. Wow. Because I have a... I'm still a man of the people, right, but I have an ensuite. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> an ensuite is not the same as it used to be, Jordan. I think <laughs> hey, generally most people, hey. a, a lot, a majority of people are familiar with the concept of an ensuite. You know, I told you last week that Wendy was right proud of me having an M&S and told the whole street. She yeah. tells everyone I've got an ensuite. So, um, oh, bless. I've got an ensuite, but it's not got a bath in it, it's just a shower. So I used my housemate's bathroom and had a bath in there the other day. <laughs> where, where am I going with this? What else have you learnt? 
Oh, I've learned that Scandinavian chocolate is very much the same as uh, Mars. What, what, what's the chocolate? These are just like? the M and M's. Just M and M's. These are fantastic. The M and M's copied this uh, Scandinavian chocolate. Anyone from Scandinavia listening? For Gelpeter. If you want our help with something, you can tweet us at sexedmyboss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexedmyboss.com, or you can write to me, and and I will promise you a handwritten reply on my own letter-headed luxury correspondence cards. The address is on the website sexedmyboss.com. And if you're thinking, ooh, what could I get my other half? What could I get my mate? What could I get my mum for Christmas? What could I get my friend for Christmas? Why not get them a Sexed My Boss live ticket? In Edinburgh. Or Glasgow. Or anywhere else that we are. 